Good day, great people. Welcome to the Answer Podcast with your host, Kennedy and Barbara. Hello, hello. How are you guys? It's been amazing so far on this journey with the Answer Podcast. And uh, we just want to say thank you to everyone who has been participating and just dropping us messages and asking us questions. And we're so happy about that. You know, let's keep the conversation going. Let's keep it going. And uh, we, we want to know, what do you think about um, the topics that we cover? What do you think about the guests that we're bringing on? Um, we are super excited because we are reaching out and we are... Um, trying to find people that can really answer the questions that we get from you lot every day right. but we want to know what other questions you have who should we looking who should we be looking for right. um, to invite and to interview and to get tips on life and all things that matter relationships money and health right. so don't be shy make sure you subscribe to the channel make sure you follow us on instagram and facebook and just drop those questions there. Right. Um, if you're not on our IG page, because that's where we're more like active on, um, you can DM us on our, our Instagram page, which is The Answer Pod. And um, yeah, just feel free to ask us any questions. We'll be more than happy to answer them. And like we always say, if we don't have the answers, we'll get someone that can answer the questions. Indeed. But today we have the answer because one question that I got from a from a former colleague of mine um, was on the topic of long long distance relationships because mm. she is currently in a long distance relationship. It's a tough one. It's I'm, a tough one. She knows that uh, Kennedy and I did uh, a year plus, not quite a year and a half, but over a year. It was a it was a solid year because uh, it was definitely a year in months, a year. maybe a year in three months. Yeah, it was it was a solid year. And it was, yeah, it was tough. It was tough, but, but I think it was also really nice. Like yeah. it didn't feel tedious and it was a we great, didn't feel lonely to that extent. It was a great extent. test to our relationship, actually. That was the determining factor on if we were moving forward with our relationship or not. I think the plan was to move forward. That was the we plan. Knew that but that was once the, the distance was there. That was the test. Yeah, it would make it or break it. Right, right. I think it all started with um, I had finished my um, second degree in Malaysia, and um, I had to move back home to do this military service thing that you have to do when you graduate, which I was not looking forward to. <laughs> um, but I had to. My mom was pushing to it. She was like, "Oh, you have to do it." And it was called NYSC back home to all the Nigerian people out there. You already know what that is. Um, really pointless at the time because it's very disorganized. It's, it's just nothing to take home from that program. The government really needs to look at it and restructure it. Um, but yeah, I had to go back home to do that. And um, the plan was actually because I had gotten a scholarship to a, a 50% scholarship to a school in Scotland, right? So the plan was to go back home, register for the NYC, then jump and move to Scotland to um, for my scholarship. And you were going to come join me there or I was going to move back to Malaysia and do my master's and just be with you while you were working at the time. Right. 
Yeah, so I think a key component of the success of our long-distance relationship was that, yes, we, before the distance was there, we had already a vision of a future together. We, we definitely wanted to continue the relationship. And right. so we had a range of options, as you just said, right? We right. could have gone to Scotland, if that's where you got the job. Right. I'm more than flexible to go anywhere. Right. Um, we could have gone to, what was the other option? Was it Spain? Yeah, it was Spain, Scotland, Malaysia, Lagos. Or stay in Malaysia or even go to Lagos, right? Because, you know, right. why not? Yeah, I was going to go back home and do some uh, research to see if it was convenient enough for us to live there. I looked for jobs. You did? Yeah, I, I looked for I looked for jobs at international schools. I didn't apply because I wasn't sure if we were gonna right. if that was gonna make the move. But um, I did look at what schools were there and what things I could do right. in Nigeria. Right. And uh, it was an option. So I think we were ready to do whatever it took to make sure that we were together, united at the end of this separation period. Right. And I think the, the most important part of it was just having that dialogue, talking about the goals and um, how we were going to accomplish them in our relationship. It was it was more of, you know, this is what we both wanted at the end, because if if we both wanted two different things entirely, it would have been difficult to accomplish. It, we wouldn't have survived because you right. would have gone your way, I would have gone my way, and that would have been the end of the relationship. So you, we must, or anybody out there, either in a long-distance relationship or considering one, your paths must be aligned. Right. Yeah, you don't have to be doing the exact same thing, but you must know that at the end of that distance, you will be united again. Right. And for you, what was the key takeaway from the whole long distance relationship how do you think we were able to survive it well number one factor because we had a common goal of of doing stuff together and, and but i think there was a couple of key components to the whole experience and i think part of what helped us is that we we didn't initially realize it was going to take that long yeah because you were supposed to go and I don't know how it worked. You were enrolled and you did, I don't know how right. many months. Yeah, I was just supposed to enroll and like tell them I was leaving for like a master's program. Because you left in sort of March time. Left I think. in April, like April, right after just my after birthday. your birthday. And right. so we were counting on the summer holidays thinking, okay, well, we can meet up in Spain for the summer. Yeah. And so that would have broken it down to a few months then we yeah. would have had some holiday time together then we would have gone back to our respective countries right. and then do the same thing for christmas yeah so we look for opportunities to meet up yeah. but unfortunately it didn't the summer reunion didn't really happen nah for different circumstances because i had to go to kano at the end of the day it was it was it was a great experience <laughs> it was it was great and it was a great experience uh kano was a it's a state in uh, Nigeria, it's up in the north. Um, it's it's a great place. It's extremely... <laughs> the facilities that you were given were not great, though. <laughs> well, well, I'd say great for me because it was a different experience entirely. Yeah, it's good to travel, right? Right. You, you I never... your own country. I mean, Lagos was, was it for me. Like, maybe twice I've only been to, like, my, my village, and um, that's it. You know, I hadn't been anywhere else, so... It was, a, it was a different experience entirely to go to Kano, meet a different um, 
tribe and some people uh, that you don't see all the time. Um, and so it was it was great, but it was challenging because the facilities were terrible. They're really terrible. But I guess um, anyway, I skipped that. I ran away from the camp <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I moved back to Lagos because um, I had a job interview and I wanted to work on moving back to wherever we were going to go to. Mm. Right. And just do the whole I think six months or eight months there. So but I think what really kept us going was constant communication. We were just talking every single day. So, yeah, apart from your adventures in Kano and, and having a laugh at the facilities and, and talking about, you know, what, what an ordeal things were, because things were much more complicated up there than they were in Lagos. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, so once we realized we were not going to be united in the summer, we then had to move the deadline forward. Right. We so, started looking at the Christmas uh, holiday. Sorry, not forward, like back. Yeah, we um, know it was forward. No, forward is sooner. So yeah, because we, we were to... looking at the Christmas holiday. Right? Yeah, so back. We had to move the deadline to further back in time, as in Christmas time, right? That was our second deadline. Well, you're looking forward. You're not looking back, baby. You're looking forward. Back, you'll be going back to the past. <laughs> yeah, so we were looking forward. <laughs> we were now looking at Christmas time. <laughs> Right. You're confusing me. She's she's all over the place. Um, I think yeah. I'm right, but never mind. No, you're not. We were looking all forward. Right. We were looking forward to the next. No, but um, if you move something plan. forward, you move it closer to the time where you are now. And we weren't moving the deadline forward. We were moving it back in time, further back in time. Okay, whatever. I'm just gonna agree anyway. It's fine. <laughs> just to let us know what you guys keep, think. Keep going. <laughs> but anyway, so the next. Yeah, the next one was Christmas, and um, that one we did manage. Like I flew to uh, Nigeria. Yeah, and that was already what a good six months after you had left. Right. So or more. It was more. It was it was Four more than that. And last month, yeah, about eight it, months. It was about eight to nine months. Eight months. Because I remember I had to. I went to Uganda. Yeah, you traveled in between. Yeah, I went to Uganda. That, but... I spent a month there, and. Um, came back to Lagos then you came down to Lagos and you spent like two weeks yes right. so basically I knew at that point that you couldn't travel outside of let's say a cer certain number of countries like you couldn't right. come back to Malaysia yeah because you hadn't finished your thing and the visa and everything and right. you couldn't go to Spain and I'd already been to Spain in the summer so I knew that if I didn't go to Nigeria to see you and to meet your family, their relationship would not survive. That because was... at that point, I wasn't even sure, you know, how much longer that relationship could take. As right. in, you know, that, that distance relationship right. would take. But before you came, though, like, how were we able to maintain such a strong connection? No, of course. So having the, the, the time of, like, that, that meetup, in, in your mind gives you something to look forward to right. in the long term to know that, okay, eventually we will see each other. But of course, long distance relationships are about the everyday work that you put into them, right? Tell me about it. And when you have all these um, 
time difference i think it was what like a six hour difference or something like that seven hours difference seven hours different you know that can be challenging because we're often not awake at the same time right Um, and so we only had a small window of time where we could physically be there for one another type in real time make a phone call in real time but we made it a point of duty to always like when i was going to bed you were waking up and i made sure that i stayed (laughs) up to to wake you up and uh you did the same as well so yeah it was i was always looking forward to you coming back from work and telling me about your day and you me telling you about my day and that was you know something that we made sure we constantly did yeah so in a way again it's looking forward to that point in time in your day when you know you're going to connect with the person right and then i think another thing we did that was really important was we shared videos a lot right um voice messages and and stuff um just a little voice note just saying love you i miss you hope you're good have a great day or just telling each other a story or having a rant about something yeah um in in the workout videos because i think that was great um, having a shared activity that we both enjoyed doing and that we were doing that was great before we used to work out together and now we were working separately but we we continued to work really hard and shared videos and this is what i did today and so having that one thing in common and those videos that you could watch any time during your day. Yeah. And it feels like I'm there with you, even right. though I might be sleeping in real time. Right. Um, and in the same way, right, uh, you would then send me a video or right. we would record a song or we would right. do whatever, whatever stupid we thing did we crazy did. crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. But, you know, it's those small things that let you know the person was thinking of you. Yeah. When you were sleeping or when you were at work or wherever. Yeah. And they took the time to make this thing. Since they're not physically there with you to show you their love with actions. Right. In person. Yeah. It's those little things that are the equivalent that shows you, I love you. I'm thinking of you. I want to do this with you or I want to share this experience today with you. Yeah. I think another thing that I loved that we did was... um we bought a lot of books, had a, like a whole Paolo Coelho collection that you brought <laughs> and I would read it and, and finish it and we would talk about it. And that was also something that I always yeah. looked forward to. So I guess when you are in a long distance relationship, you need to kind of give each other something to do. And so you can talk about it afterwards and, and just share your experience on how you were able to um, accomplish something or how you felt about a certain book or how you felt about a, a certain challenge. You know, mm-hmm. we also did challenges, right? We did like workout challenges. We did yeah, like we the did. push-ups and yeah. um, the squats and all that. And yeah, it was, it was exciting. We just always kept on looking for things to keep ourselves busy and talk about mm. later on. Yeah, and I think that's really important. And of course... Um, nowadays you know with the technology and that we can it feels like we're so close and thank a lot god of people, for technology thank god for technology but i don't know if depending on on what your 
uh, your tastes are and what your preferred leisure activities are. Some people watch films together yeah. um, while in different countries, right? Yeah, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. I can't think of anything more boring than doing that right. <laughs> at the same time, but you're not there. Yeah. But it works for other people. So whatever hobbies that you have or interests, look for opportunities to do those. Right. But don't just focus on that Netflix and that HBO because that might not necessarily give you enough stimulation right. of the type that you need to move forward with that relationship right. in the end you'll be thinking why am i watching with someone on the phone when i can be watching with my friend or you know what i mean obviously everybody's different some people might really appreciate be watching right. it with their partner but if that's all you're sharing i think there is an emotional side to the relationship that is going to be neglected right if you don't take it further or that intellectual need to discuss things i love how you said that intellectual part i think this is just going back to the book thing because mm. i'm not even going by i was i wasn't really a, a heavy like a like into books until i met you and you were like really into books you had like a shelf like stacked with books you know and you got me into you gave me a book that actually changed my life and that's um the paulo coelho book the alchemist my favorite book of all time till today <laughs> i am looking for a book that can beat that if you guys know any book let me know but that book changed my life and um i just got hooked on the writer man and we bought his whole like collection and mm. just read it and the intellectual part like you talked about it was just you could see growth in our conversation and we started talking about the future we started talking about how we can better ourselves and you know how we could um work on our our uh, our jobs and and finances and stuff like that and, and that your was dreams and, and your dreams aspirations and, and i and, think again as a couple it's really important that for for the both people involved to be aware of right. what the other person's dreams and ambitions and aspirations and passions and purpose in life are right to support that right Right. And it's, and so I think what that book did for you is it reminded you what it was or it helped you discover or remember what it was yeah. that your passion was that you wanted to do. Right. It, it did. Big time. It did. And so then because you were clear about it and I was clear about it and it was evident that we were naturally because of, of that purpose and, and those needs or desires that we had, we were going in the same direction. Right. Then it was that encouragement and that stimulation and that reminder to always have deep conversations at that level. Right. At right. level of let's manifest the dream. Right. Be Together positive. Together we can make that dream happen. Do you know right. what I mean? Because we had the one vision. It was almost like we shared that purpose. Right. And um, I think another thing that we should touch on is you might make plans and they might fail. Just like we made plans. Like we said... Um, oh, we, it was just going to be six months. I'm going to be gone for it. We're going to meet in Scotland. And that didn't happen. Mm. You know, and instead of beating ourselves up, we were like, what's next? What can we do next? You know, and it was like, okay, let's let's just have different options and just continue to carry out each one and see which one works for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had like four on a table and at the end one worked for us and that was me going back to malaysia to be with you and 
you know, playing basketball and, you know, getting a scholarship mm-hmm. and a job afterwards. And yeah, and, and you know, worked out great. So never beat yourself up if you plan the plan that you make doesn't come through. Just make another one, you know, talk about how you can, you know, um, manifest the next plan into the future. And, and also to be reminded that when a plan doesn't come through, it's because it wasn't meant to come through. Yeah. Because at the time when you came back to Malaysia, I remember you were almost depressed at the beginning. It was like, I'm just at home. I've got nothing to do. <laughs> I'm just going to play basketball. Right. Whatever. Is this the oh, right man. thing? Yeah. But it ended up being the best thing. It was. But you only saw that afterwards, obviously, when things right. began to happen. Right. So you, you, we cannot see the future, but we must trust that the universe will bring the right thing to us. Right. So there's no need to stress. If right. you're in a long distance relationship, don't stress. Because if you guys are meant to be together, you will. Right. After any length of time. True. And if you're not, you won't. Even if you live together in the same city, in the same apartment. True. True. So you got, you just got to trust. Yeah. And that's, go with it. It's, it's easier said than done. But I mean, you got to <laughs> give it a shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to put in the work. And I think, um, you know, what I like about long distance relationships is that they really teach you how to be a great partner. If you are committed to the relationship, you you have to become so creative on ways to show love, appreciation, to give time, right? Yeah. Um, You got to almost amplify everything you do by a hundred. If you're going to give a compliment, you're going to have to magnify it. <laughs> right. Um, it almost feels like, okay, that compliment needs to be bigger because it's going further. Right. <laughs> you know, or whatever you do for that person, it just you just have to do it big time. Yeah, and for me, it was a determining factor that she's the one for me. Because I, I use that, I use that, period to to reflect and really understand myself better as well and how I wanted to go into this relationship being committed full time um, and understanding her needs and what she was like and what I was like and the things that I needed to get rid of to make this a successful relationship so it's not always a bad thing it could be a time for each party mm-hmm to look at themselves and reflect and say, how can I be a better person for my partner? You know, and that's what I did at that time, even though I was depressed like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I was depressed. It it had to do with my environment most of the time, but um, what got me through it again was Mm -hmm. you, you know, just Mm -hmm. having those little conversations where you continue to encourage me and, and say, look, you know, everything happens for a reason and the the time that it's going to happen for you it's going to be the best time you know and you were right Mm. and you were right and and that's what kept me going so it's not always a bad thing at all to be apart from each other yeah and and it worked for us right but it might not work for everybody and at the same time if the person is not right for you you will notice that much quicker than if right. you were with the person right. in the same, you know, physically in the same place. Right. You know, 
it, it cuts through all that rubbish right. because when you're apart, you, you feel like you have the space and time to make that decision. And it feels like a breakup doesn't hurt as bad right? for some reason. Right. So you really get the opportunity to think, is this person right? Is this person not right? What am I doing? Right. And assess your situation. And if it's not right, you just you just saved yourself time and you let go. So True. it works both ways. True. It will show you whether the relationship is or isn't for you. But you must have at least given it a good go. A hundred percent, man. 100%. If you're willing to let go from the beginning or if you're going to be all lazy and go, oh, but I can't do long distance because, you know, um, you're, I'm like Jean-Paul, right? Every I day like I go Jean to Shag. <laughs> <laughs> then Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean we haven't even touched on that but intimacy true is a big part of of a relationship that's and when the you're in a long distance time. relationship mm. that is going to be an issue right right and i don't want to sound like i'm having a go at men but usually men are the ones that bring up the whole oh you know i never brought that up though. no you didn't you didn't yeah, because it, we were committed and that was not a priority for us. But a lot of people, the first thing that come to mind is what am I going to do for sex? Right. I think you just got to keep yourself busy, man. Because I used to come back home like tired as hell. You know, I sure. do my work. I work at that time. I was working with my dad. Then in the evening, I used to go play basketball mm. and I used to come home like beat up basketball, mm. go to the gym, come home, eat, pass out. And that was it, you know, so there was yeah, no I think, time I think to you learn to to focus on other things. Right. And therefore you don't think about sex as much as when the person is there with you. Right. But at the same time, it's an aspect that you also cannot neglect. So you've got to learn to be creative with it. And there are ways to go around it. Right. So whatever people are comfortable doing of course but there are ways of going around it yeah and thank god for technology have, yeah and it doesn't have to be a deal breaker that you're having no, it's a not. long distance relationship no, it's not. and you know i think it was more of the conversational part that i was looking forward to all the time yeah but for yeah. anyone out there if you've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're about to go um, and, and start a long distance relationship and this is what they bring up to you first like oh my god uh, you know i'm gonna be lonely or i need to be like Sean paul exactly <laughs> <laughs> where did you come up with that one because Sean paul every single song is like i don't mean to brag every day i go to shag <laughs> <laughs> so if that's how you feel about your life and you can't, you, you know, you must sleep with somebody to the point where you're willing to let go the person that you love or you're supposed to be loving. Right. Then you, you guys are not meant for one another. True. Because there is more to a relationship than that. I'm not saying it's not important. It is. But there's ways to go around it yeah. that will allow you to continue to still be in that relationship. Right. So that is not a, an excuse at all. Right. Right. And that, that, that shows the other person that you're only thinking about yourself. Right. So in, if, in if, if they ask you, Barbara, is a long distance relationship doable and how long should you give it? 
would you say? It's really doable. And we only did a year in not even six months. But I know people that have done years. Right. Years. There's I don't know. Samira Jan. There's people in the military. But yeah. from my colleagues, Samira, if you remember. Right. Samira was in a long distance relationship for years. They would see each other maybe once a year or twice a year or I, I don't know how many times a year, but right. not a lot. And for years, they were each living and working in different countries. And of course, doing what we did, right? Yeah. Trying to keep the, the spark alive, right. uh, looking forward to whenever they could see each other. But there was love and there was a commitment to right. stay together. And right. that must be even harder because that's like years. Right. But at the same time, you can get used to it. And you can say, well, okay, I know this person is there. I know right. that we have something good going. Right. While we're not together, I can focus on doing other things. Right. Because I need to do X, Y, Z. Maybe I want to study. I want to do this or I want to take um, whatever opportunities to be overseas. And then when the time has come, we move in, we move on and get married or do whatever together. Right. Which is what they did. Right. That's true. So it paid off for them. I'm not yeah. saying it works for everybody, but it can work for people. Yeah. And that, that wouldn't be the last time we did a long distance relationship because. Yeah, we've had you, periods. We, of we time, had periods. Right? Yeah, right. Because mm -hmm. like you had to move back here to Spain and with our daughter and I had to stay back because of work. Mm. And so it was I came here for the summer, went away for three months, came back, you know, so. Yeah, and so I think it does prepare you for life's eventualities. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen, but you need to be able to, as a couple, say, should anything happen tomorrow, God forbid something happens, especially for people who come from different countries. Right. Should anything happen in your country that you must go back home and I cannot go with you right. for whatever reason, I should be able to manage being without you physically and emotionally and intellectually right for whatever period of time until you sort out your stuff right and can come back or until i can go and visit you or whatever the situation might be because you don't know what's going to happen that's true right look at coronavirus now how many people who were in relationships have been caught up in different countries right and they cannot see each other right so this is going to prepare you for life because you don't know in in the future if something similar is going to happen. Yeah, that's true. And what's everyone going to do? Break up because you haven't seen each other in I don't know how many months. It's not the answer. Right. And I think there's one thing that we're we're, we're forgetting to talk about is is trust. Mm. Um, developing trust and during this period is when you can really know if your partner trusts you or you trust your partner you know because i think a lot of people are paranoid sometimes um they'd be like oh i don't know what he's doing at this time i don't know what she's doing you know what do you or, or if i'm calling you and you don't pick up the phone i'm already playing stuff in my head that oh she's out with somebody else she's ignoring my calls because somebody else is in the house you know but if you continue to do that you're basically just speaking that into existence or you're frustrating yourself because that might not be the case mm. but for you thinking that you could start up a, a fight that's not necessary yeah totally totally right so it's it's important that you have trust in each other and and you can only have that by constant dialogue yeah and being transparent and just being honest and if you're going out with somebody you say it 
Um, also for safety, because, you know, yeah. for example, when, yeah, when I was back in Malaysia, I didn't know that many people. So I, yeah. I needed to make sure that you knew where I was going, because should anything happen to me, yeah. who's going to know where I am? You. <laughs> right. So if it comes to that, you can be the person who knows where I was last. Right. Right. And, and it's really important that that if you have nothing to hide, then you, you can share. Right. Right. And that builds trust. And for me, for example, that was always very important. If I'm going out, I, I have to tell you, you know, yeah. I always wanted to tell you, especially if I ever went out with a male friend. Right. I only had one, but whenever I was going to go out with Chris, for example. Oh, I yeah, too. You had Nathan. You had to work out with Nathan. Yeah, that I used to cool go too. work out with right. Nathan, too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But you knew Nathan yeah. a little bit more. You didn't know Chris so much. So if, if by any circumstance... Um, I had an invitation to go out and it involved a man right. um, because I didn't have a huge circle of friends that he already knew or whatever. I would always say to you, okay, look, I've got this invitation. Can I go out? Uh, or do you, are you okay? Not that I need permission. She didn't, she didn't need to ask, but she just told Not that me I needed permission, but right. exactly. I wanted to make sure that you know where I am, number one, and number two, you're comfortable with what I'm doing. Right. So that you know that I've got nothing to hide. And if, if you had said, well, where, why are you going out? I don't know. Imagine it was a Saturday night uh, with Chris. Then I'd be like, okay, let's not do that. I will arrange to have brunch um, on Monday or whatever. Because to me, it makes no difference. You know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to be sneaky. I'm not trying to go partying, but I'm telling you I'm going to have a cup of tea. Right. Um, you know, it's genuinely, I'm missing up a friend. And to me, it makes no difference when or how. Right. As long as you're comfortable. Right. And you would do the same, right? Definitely. You went back home and whenever you had parties or you went um, see friends. I didn't go out much, but yeah. People were hitting on you and you were telling me about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sending you photos and everything. Something else. Right. But, you know, people are out there to play the game. People, especially if you don't seem to have a girlfriend and you're back right. home and you're good looking and you're, you know, you're a catch. People are going to be trying. So <laughs> you got to be very clear in your head as well. Right. That I'm actually with somebody because you could have very easily be dating somebody and I wouldn't have known. How would I have known? Right. 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 You could have, but you were always honest and you always told me. Right. And, it's knowing and, what I wanted. You just have to know what you want. You know, if you don't know what you want, then you're going to be running around like a headless chicken. So, yes. And when it comes to dating, if you take the gamble of seeing somebody else, that is one gamble that you will always lose. Yeah, big time. Because it's always going to show up somehow. Sooner right. or later, the other person is going to find out. Right, right. So I would say if, if you were going to go down that way, it would have been best to break up the relationship. Then you go and do your thing. Right. Then to play, try to hide things, and then have to explain yourself. Yeah. Well, guys, let us know what you think, man. If you're in a long-distance relationship, how are you coping? How do you keep the spark going? Um, how do you build trust with your partner? Just let us know. Uh, drop us a message on our Instagram page at The Answer Pod. And we'll be more than happy to get back to you. Or if there's anything we've left out and you want us to talk about it, let us know. And we will definitely talk about it as well. Right? Yes, we will. So uh, we hope that um, this has been helpful to some of you. Right. 
and at least interesting to get to know that part of our lives. <laughs> True. True. And we look forward to the next one. So you guys right. take care. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Great people. Peace out. Bye.